Uh, oh, do you know what? I'm tired again this Matthew week, Matthew Cuss. Um, well, I've been trying to get revenge on people for not listening to this podcast. Um, and it's, but then you realise that everyone is already listening, so there course. aren't anyone that, that to get revenge on. No, no. So I ended up getting revenge on myself, which was well, all I really did was um, not eat a delicious piece of cake, which was nice. Well, no, it wasn't nice. I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, that's sort of ba- vaguely related to this week's uh, episode, which is I Saw the Devil. And um, we're going to be joined by Paul. And uh, what, what other things do we need to say? Facebooks and such. Facebook, five-star reviews, other socials. Download just, it. Yeah, everywhere that you can possibly put creative psychopaths into a search bar, put it in. Oh and wait! You'll see something lovely. Patreon now. I forgot. Patreon, do that. Give us your dime. Oh, only oh. if you want to, and only if you've got it to spare. Oh, yeah. No, that the way he said it was better. Right. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast and the world's premier kitchen for horror sandwiches. But what is a horror sandwich, I hear you say? Well, it's a lovely movie filling surrounded by two delicious slices of chatty goodness. And this week, we're bringing you the classic sandwich with a guest. Um, But firstly, my name's Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Tired yeah. and stressed, but... Tired, stressed, annoyed. But ready to podcast. Oh, ready to podcast. Raring to go, I would say. This is the, this is your hour a week where you can relax and talk to an idiot. This is the last one that's going to be, be in this house. Oh, no. So the next time you hear me, that the acoustics might be all weird and different. Oh, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to new acoustics. Anyway, this week we're joined by... Brand new guest, Paul. How hello there. Yeah. How's it going, guys? So I'm uh I was advised at the intro to uh you know look for you guys wherever I could and I'm on Pornhub guys and nothing's coming up, so I don't I don't know where you we want to uh, I think we've on. got that one behind the paywall. I think we'll yeah. uh, no Patreon wonder. that one. All right, I'll keep searching. Yeah, uh, I'll like put it. up some lewds on Patreon. Um well depending on the Patreon goes, we might set up OnlyFans. <laughs> You might uh yeah put put that over the five dollar mark though because you don't want to give that stuff away free. No, no, def- definitely take it, not. Take it from definitely me, pal. Not. No, I think uh, yeah. I think the world's searching to see my spotty body. Um, <laughs> oh <right>. God! <laughs> you know, type that in next. You never know. You do never know. Um. So, oh, I want to ask questions. I've got a question about James Bond before we get into that. That's not what I expected. Yeah, I was uh, taken taken aback by that. Okay. Well, I, I'm throwing it uh, hard and loose. So let's let's go. What about James, James Bond? Bond? Is is, is 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 quite often around in England. I'd say it's quite often a Sunday afternoon sort of film. Um, yeah, Sundays, bank holidays, and yeah. yeah. Now, why is that? Well, I, I honestly don't. 
as the American. I honestly play. don't know. I think it's just a sort of mid-afternoon movie. You know, I think yeah, it's have a bit of James Bond programmed entirely into when dads are most likely to have leisure time. Ah, yes, mm. yeah. After dinner. Now, do they do do the dads like put on the Bond films from their era? Do they keep it recent? Well, you just have go? to go for whatever's been programmed that day. So today, mm. I had Goldfinger, and. I was I, I watched it and I suddenly found it very largely inappropriate for the afternoon. Oh, um, especially since very early on he absolutely kills someone by electrifying them in a bath. Um, and Thanks. it's that's Pierce Brosnan, right? Goldfinger. No, that no, was Goldfinger's uh, uh, Connery. It's like John. one one of the very first ones. Oh, Connery. Yeah, you're thinking Goldfinger. Oh, Golden Eye. I'm thinking, yeah, Nintendo yeah, 64. Goldfinger. Okay. So it just go. feels really inappropriate for, for an afternoon movie. There is a character called Pussy Galore in it as well. Yeah. Oh. Are those old movies all like, uh, you know, rated over 18 or rated R? I honestly don't know. It just said, it just I seems think it to might me even be PG. Yeah. Because yeah, back then they were like a little bit more relaxed, right? With the, uh, the violence and nudity in movies. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember my. My granddad used to take my dad to them when he was like, so what, 64? So he'd have been like six or seven year old. Mm. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. My grandpa never took me to R no. movies. Man. Yeah, so he electrifies the guy nice. and then he, ju- he just goes, shocking. And then <laughs> and then afterwards he wow. goes, extremely shocking. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Dang. James Bond's a psychopath. <laughs> Didn't quite go yeah. for the full Roger Moore puns, though. That's where they. Re- that's where they became punderful. Yeah. That was peak 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 pun, as yeah. they say. Yeah, R- Roger Moore really went in for that stuff. Um Damn. so yeah, that was my uh sort of yeah, thought for the day really. It, it was on and I'm going, is this appropriate for the television? But <laughs> they're probably about as appropriate as the Craig ones, but you'd never see them being shown. No, you wouldn't see them on a Sunday afternoon. No. Because of the violence, yeah. But there's they, nothing in it. But is it really like that extreme though? Like the the Craig movies? I'm trying to think. There's nothing like super like gory, right? It's just kind of mostly like shoot shoot, maybe punchy punchy. Yeah, I guess I just know, it was really get slammed the... in the nads in the first one though. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little torture. Quite badly. That was pretty brutal. Mm. Yeah, none of us like the guy gets eaten by a nads. komodo dragon in Skyfall. Speak, speak for yourself, pal. But no. <laughs> oh, you do like being slammed yeah. in the nads. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> It's the first NAD slammer. We're learning. We're learning about each other, guys. Now, talking about learning about each other, the first slice of bread is um, the questions that we ask new guests. It's been a while, but it's lovely to get into the classic uh, thing. So, Paul, let's get started. Okay. What is the first horror movie you can remember seeing? Now, I don't know if this counts, but to me, as a kid watching this, it was horrifying. But I remember watching Gremlins back in the day and uh, it scared the shit out of me because, I mean, those like, you know, I remember walking into my grandma's front room and they're like, you know, everyone was watching it, all the older cousins and, you know, these fucking little creatures pop up. And I remember just getting scared, like hiding behind the couch scared. So to me, it was kind of like my, I guess, uh, first footstep into like the somewhat of the horror genre. Like I said, I don't know if that's really considered. It might be, but. I don't know. To me, it was like my first like freaky thing on the TV that I ever remember seeing. Um, it wasn't until later where you know you kind of get introduced to like the Freddies and all that stuff. 
But for me, I think that one was uh, the first time I remember being scared of what I saw on yeah, TV. Like, it's, was grim. It's definitely a horror film. Well, we reviewed it on here, so it's definitely a horror yeah, film. Yeah, it is. Ah, uh, excellent. It was, it was our okay. Christmas special, wasn't it? Well, one half of our Christmas one special. One half of our Christmas specials. Oh, nice. But we tend to, we tend to oh, go nice. along the line of if you think it's a horror film, then it's a horror film. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, I mean it's excellent. It's work. light-hearted horror film, but it's definitely horror, isn't it? And and it is yeah. targeted exactly I mean, at kids to be scared of. Yeah, because the little uh, what's the name? Uh, Mowgli. What's no yeah, Gizmo. Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all those names. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely has that level of like adorableness, but also the craziness. So it's, it's good. Gremlins for a kid would be scary, especially. Um, it depends what scenes you catch as well. Like uh, early doors when mm-hmm. it's. Killing the science guy, science guy, right? And uh, yeah, no, especially sure. if you catch the end Sorry. where the one gets melted in the fountain, it's pretty, it's pretty hardcore <laughs> yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's definitely. Good. Oh, and and don't forget that story that Phoebe Cates tells. It's just oh yeah, that's just old grim. Yeah, awful. Hmm. Oh, my dad died in a Damn. something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, at what point then did you become a horror fan? Yeah, it wasn't until like you know, obviously, I got a little bit older uh, is when I kind of started getting into the uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Because you know, when I was a kid, they were still on what like seven, you know, so they were still kind of in the midst of all those movies coming out. I remember seeing the uh, advertisements on TV, um, and then you know, having to watch the old VHS tapes that like you know, an uncle might have had or you know, cousins and stuff. And that's when it kind of started dawning on me, like, oh, this. You know, because when you're a kid, it's hard to differentiate the realness. Like, is this really happening? Is this person really getting hurt? <laughs> you know, so it kind of needed to be explained to me. Uh, so then that's when I kind of started thinking, okay, well, this is fun now because it's all fake. And obviously it's, you know, especially effects back in the day. They, they weren't the greatest, all the practical effects. So it kind of made it seem funny, you know, in a way. And that's kind of like how I, my little brain was able to wrap my head around it. And so that's when I started watching, you know, like I said, the Freddy's. Uh, I remember Leprechaun I liked a lot. Um, Critters was one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I loved Critters, Critters too. The whole franchise was was a lot of fun. Just all those, you know, all those ones that we had growing up that were, you know, not nonstop. Um, you know, the, the genre just has blown up at that point and turned to you know eighties, nineties, and they were just you know one after the other. And and yeah, it was hard. It was really hard not to be. I don't know. They're just such fun movies. It just I couldn't help but get drawn to them. Yeah, you were spoiled for choice in the eighties. <laughs> do you think there's ever been a period like as rich as that i mean the definitely there definitely hasn't been a period as rich as uh, that I do mean, you think there's been anything yeah similar since because i mean once you got to the when you got to the 90s and you started getting all the screens you know i know it did last summer uh you know urban legend all those ones that you know they, they're all just like you know pretty much carbon copies of all the rest mm. and you know and it was like i don't know kind of like the era of boy bands you know so it's, it was almost like a you know, a resurgence in a sense because something got popular and, you know, we all kind of all started seeing those, you know, and plus all the sequels that started coming out and that we're still getting that we just get like Scream 6. So I think uh, it's somewhat similar, maybe not as much though because the 80s is fucking insane. With yeah, I think that there's only, you know, always kind flasher, of been, but the zombies, you know. There's always been like one or two sort of franchises kind of on the go, haven't there? Uh Whereas the eighties, it was just everywhere. It was just a... yeah, nonstop. I think we've mm-hmm. kind of got something akin to that now-ish, sort of with that elevated horror boom. I'm putting it in air quotes because I hate that term. But you know <laughs> that 
uh, you know, with, with your get outs and your, your midsummers and uh, it follows oh, yeah. things like that. We've kind of got a, a smaller boom now, but there's, I think the difference is that there's no franchise potential in any of those films, which is. Well, I was just about to ask. Yeah, there's no real like, uh, you know, we're not seeing Midsummer's four right now. You know, it's like hasn't been a a real steady stream of uh, sequels and like I said. No, I, I think that that could be what makes this this era, you know, not quite remembered the same way as the eighties because, mm-hmm. you know, part of the, you know, the fun of that stuff and, and even say I was a child of the nineties, but even I remember when you'd just go to the video shop and get three or four, you know, pay a pound, rent them for a week films and have a sleepover, mm-hmm. just binging all these movies. I don't think you're going to get that anymore with these, especially with these films, because they're just not designed for that. No, no. Well, the thing about the 80s is it's, yeah. it's this plethora of non-franchise stuff as well that you just, you know, if you mm-hmm. start dipping into that era, you, you never, you'll never escape. You'll never escape it because... Um, yeah, it's one of the you know best things of going into like your local. Uh, I don't know if you guys had blockbusters yes, there, but yeah. going into a blockbuster did, yeah. type. Okay, but like yeah, just going to the hard section and be like, oh shit, what's this? You know, the ice cream man. You know, <laughs> or like uh, just like a random ass. Like I remember I saw like the Ginger Snaps movies. You know, I never heard of those, and they're from Canada. So you know, uh, just random stuff that you just happen to stumble upon, and hey, you might like some, some are shit. But you know, it's not like nowadays where you have everything so condensed. Like you know, you have a shutter. You know, or you know, horrors you know, sections on Netflix or whatever. So, I don't know it was definitely one of the fun things of going to like you know movie places like that. Something discovering new favorites. Something special about seeing them up on a shelf mm-hmm. as well, isn't there? Compared yeah, to cover art and everything, just a streaming menu. Yeah, for sure. Kids these days just don't know. It's funny that in it that that it's more accessible, but we're harking for the days when it was less accessible. <laughs> But we right. want it accessible. It's made it special. Yeah, we do. I want to see it on a shelf. Uh, <laughs> so, um, oh, the next question is: What is the scariest horror movie? Oh man! So for me, I, I kind of tend to go towards more of the uh, uh, the cerebral, uh, the, the um, get into your head type of scary. So one of my favorites was The Ring, only because it had like sure the. Uh, you know, the jump scare moments, but it had just like those, uh, you know, those little like clicks in the middle of scenes where like it'll, it'll flash the ring or like a fucking horse or something. You know what I mean? That kind of like, did I just see that mm, type yeah. of thing? And it kind of, it messed with me seeing the theaters, you know? So I'm like, whoa, what is happening? Am I freaking out? And I don't know. I kind of, I appreciate that a little bit more because it's not just trying to go boo to me. It's like messing with my head and making me question things. So that, that one is, is up there with me. And I think maybe because also, like, I'm a real big fan of the Silent Hill series of games. I don't know if you guys ever mm-hmm. played those. Um, and the first one especially did a lot of that. And that used to, you know, spook the crap out of me back in the day when I was playing on the PlayStation, you know, in the dark at night. And it just kind of, you have that ambiance of, like, I don't know, like, what's going to pop out? What's gonna, what am I going to see? And that's what that movie kind of did for me. And so for me, it's, yeah, I don't know, The Ring definitely kind of brought that out in the... And I'm trying to think of like others that have done it as well. And it really hasn't been anything as far as I could tell or, or I can remember that, that did that to me. So yeah, I think I would I would probably go the ring. Cause I don't know, it's it's really hard to to think of a movie as scary when it's like 
I don't know when, when, like I said, when it just goes boo at you, when it, there's jump scares or, you know, you know, the slasher is coming. It's a little bit different when it's actually messing with your mind. So. Yeah, well, I, I certainly agree with you that the ring is, you know, one of the scary, one of the scariest movies and it's decent remake. It's funny that, that we've never managed, that's never come up as one of the best remakes. Um, mm. Yeah, the original wasn't, I didn't, Carefully, oh, the ring, Ringo, but uh, yeah, Ringo, I think yeah. the ring's got one of the really most scary moments in in a movie, and it's not it's got nothing to do with um, the actual well, like, post the first murder when she goes, I'll never forget the look on her face, mm-hmm. and it just flicks really mm-hmm. quickly to uh, the first the, the first girl, and mm-hmm. she's got this. Well, it's just awful, isn't it? It's just awful to see. It's one of the one of the Mm-hmm. One of the best scares in movies, I think. It, it's just, and it's real mm-hmm. quick. It doesn't, it doesn't linger on it. It's just like, and then just like the head tilt, like yeah, she, like, yeah. It's, opens the door. Absolutely, like, oh. yeah. It's it's really yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I actually had a buddy uh, screenshot that back in the day on his laptop and put on a shirt. <laughs> so it was a it was a cool shirt that he made of that little scene. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, good, stuff. good stuff, guys. Oh, so um. Oh, what's next? Best kill. Oh man, there's just there's so many good ones. Like I was, so I was going back and forth because I really like the Saw series, and there's so many good kills in that. But to me, the one that always stands out, maybe because I saw it with like a group of friends, and it was just more like the reactionary between a bunch of us. But it was the kill in Jason X with the face freezing and the hydrogen, <laughs> yeah. liquid nitrogen, whatever it was. And then, you know, it was bad enough seeing her screaming and then her face just freeze in that scream. But then, like, you know, I thought that was it. But when he picks her up and slams her face into the, the table and it just shatters, oh, it was just like a chef's kiss type of moment where it's like, Jesus Christ, it was bad, but then it got worse. And so I just, I can't help but think every time to that. And there's been times where, you know, my kids are in the room. I'll be like, hey, look at this. You know, just because, like, I want to I want to share in the uh, in the greatness of it. They're they're old enough, don't <laughs> worry. They're, it's fine. They're not little, little kids. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, to me, just one that's it's still, you know, stands the test of time when it comes to, like, I don't know, innovation in a kill, you know, effects. It's just, uh, it's so good. And even, like, watching the special and how they did it, you know, and they, they you know, they show all the, the attempts at first. And it's just, I don't know, it's great. It's just great movie magic. And it just made me, yeah, it, it was good. I love it. Yeah, you're right. I want to watch. That is a good one. I don't think you're the first person to say that, but there was a time. I think if there is, if there is a league table for uh, kills committed by your famous slasher, I think Jason is top of that league. He comes up more than most. Absolutely, I'm sure. Some uh, there was a time I could remember everyone's answers, but we're seventy odd episodes deep now, and we need (laughs) we need to keep a spreadsheet, don't we? Ooh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, yeah, like what? What the guy said, episode forty-two. I know you remember. I don't suppose it really matters. Um, oh, where are we? What? What's next? Standout effects. I mean, by all means, mm. if you've got more than one answer for these questions, you you're more than welcome to not commit. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. I mean, I I really you know standing not only like uh do we get the standard you know zombie stuff which is dawn of the dead um and those kinds but i don't know i really liked um like what savini did and from dust till dawn um i don't know because it was kind of like that in between of you know using cgi a little bit 
but it was still mostly practical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I kind of appreciate that era because it's still, I don't know, it was, it was, they've gotten as good as they could, you know, possibly get at that time. And I don't know, there's just a lot of fun shots in that movie and the way that the vampires looked. And I don't know, a lot of the kills. I don't know, I, I really, it's one of those movies where I just, I, I, I enjoy it for like not only the, the tenseness of like a lot of the scenes, you know, because it, it really is like a, a Tarantino movie in the sense of like conversation and intenseness when people are just sitting there talking and you don't know what the fuck's going to happen next. Like, you know, especially at the beginning when they're holding up the liquor store, like you don't know if someone's going to get their head blown off. It's just, it's so, I don't know. I love the tenseness of it. And then once it gets, you know, all the, when it gets balls to the wall crazy and all the vampires are attacking, I don't know. I just, I, I really, it's one of the ones where it's like, I, I appreciate the practical effects in this and, and, you know, watching the making of and everything. And yeah, it's just, it was one of those ones where it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the effects. You, you know? really like that movie, don't you, Matthew? If I'm, if I remember rightly. I do. I certainly yeah. do. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever watch sequels? No, I haven't actually. No, I'm still just stuck on the, <laughs> yeah, uh, the first one. <laughs> yeah. The second one's really bad. The second one is like a, a prequel actually it takes place before the long before the first one. But they're yeah they're they're dumb, so don't don't bother. Okay, yeah, but it's it's that, that genre that I've spoken about quite a bit recent weeks with the the sharp left turn. Mm. Just mm. just mm. I you see often see uh, these questions get posted on social media, just being like, you know, what's the the one film that you wish you could erase from your mind and and see again fresh for the first time? And mm. and I always say from dust till dawn. Because it's like I've had the the joy of showing it to a couple of people who know absolutely nothing about it, and then when you see that turn in the middle, like luckily both yeah. times their eyes have just lit up and they've started to love it, and yeah, I th- I, it's just brilliant for that. And like you say, the effects are just really great. If I remember rightly, there's oh, a lot yeah. going on, isn't there? There's a lot of different stuff going on in. Is someone playing a leg like a guitar? Or is that something else? Yeah, that happens yeah, no, in the band. When, when yeah. it turns yeah. out and they're using body yeah. parts as instruments. Yeah. Uh, it's so great. That's a good movie. We should yeah, watch just, that again soon. It's, it's the way that the people you know, transform into the vampires and stuff. And, you know, they, they, they get those big drawn out faces and the, you know, the really heightened eyebrows and cheekbones and things. <laughs> yeah. They just look so it, much it didn't fun. Look- yeah, it didn't look like super cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't no, a, no. I don't know. It was, it was very much like uh, these aren't, you know, obviously regular vampires. They're like weird lizard-like ones or bat maybe. Yeah, ones. it was kind of but like... Yeah, they're good. Uh, the best way I could describe it was being like comic bookish, but not cartoonish. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So good let's stuff. move. Let's keep going. Um so a movie that needs a sequel or movies that need to stop making sequels. But of course, if you have an answer for both, then go, go for it. Well, a movie that I really liked uh, since Ronda kind of Korean movie train was The Host. Ooh. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen that. The uh, the Bong Joon-ho film. Yeah, the one with the big uh, tadpole-looking monster guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like that movie. It, it, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, ending's kind of sad. And I was, you know, hoping that they would come out with uh, another one, at, at least one more, you know, because I, I really feel like this could have been, you know, uh, maybe not so much of a, a huge franchise, but just like, let's just see one more. You know, I want to see if there's any more of these little guys out there that, you know, that come out. And, and I don't know, it, I think it was really well done. It was, 
and the effects were really well um well looking and it was just i don't know it was really it was i really liked it, it just one of, one of those ones where i just enjoy watching and it's like oh i would i would like another one of those just because it's uh you know like i said I, the way that they set it up to where you know they're dumping all the was the formaldehyde into the river it's like who knows what other things could have mutated and become big so I think uh, I don't know, I'm a big monster movie guy anyway, so that one kind of struck a good chord with me as well. So I think that's why I'm like I kind of would like to see. Yeah, I'm, I, I I think they had planned. But I'm a big Bong Joon Ho fan, and it it kind of annoys me that he's not done sequels to any of his movies because like so many <laughs> yeah. of them would just be ripe for it. Yeah, I mean I get it. You know why why you know leave good enough alone, but I don't know still. I don't know. There's... And it's like I wouldn't want them to hand it to anyone else. Either. Yeah, yeah. Let him do it. If you, if there's an idea um, for it, sequels aren't a bad thing. Ever, you know, it's yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, so then the other one, movies I need to stop. Uh, god, movies that should stop. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think there's probably too many Transformers movies, out there. <laughs> <laughs> they're all kind of the same to me. And there, I know there's one, I know people are excited about this new one because the Beast Wars and everything, but I don't know. It's I'm kind of kind of over. It. I think I stopped after like three, maybe they need to give it a rest, yeah. I still maintain Transformers 3 is the worst film I've ever seen at the cinema. Uh, maybe that's why yeah. I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I think I stopped there. So, uh, I remember I, okay. I went with a friend and, and the choice was either that or Green Lantern. And I wanted to see Green Lantern. Oh. Uh, either uh, way, we'd, have, we'd have annoyed the other one. So frank, thankfully, I was spared yeah. the person who had to choose the shit film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, because then the, the whole story would have been different, wouldn't it? It would have been how I dragged someone to see yeah. Green Lantern and they wanted to see Transformers 3. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, you've Damn. won that one. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. So what is your favourite franchise then? Well, that's tough, man. I really, uh, I'm really one for uh, Friday the 13th. Um, but I'm also really one for Saw. I really like the Saw movies. I'm, I'm, it's weird to like say, but it's like I like the torture porn stuff. Uh, my lady doesn't like that I'm into this stuff, but you know, I don't know. I just the the, the torture and the you know the hostile uh, human centipede. It's just all that stuff. It really, I don't know, it gets under my skin. You know, especially I think especially the the, the medical stuff like human centipede. You know, because it's it's so like a it's such like a sterile, uh, uh, you know, it's sterile torture. Or it's 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 very much a you know it's done by a doctor. I don't know that that really gets to me. Mm. That kind of stuff. But, you know, yeah, so, I mean, if I had to choose, God, I, I would probably just go Friday the 13th just because, I don't know, Jason's fun. There's a lot of fun kills in these movies, um, you know, and, and there's obviously, like, the stupid ones, like, part nine's garbage. Um, the remake, I didn't care for at all. Um, so, you know, there's, like, the stinkers, but I don't know. It's just as a whole, there's just so many fun things about those movies. And, you know, eventually they're just like, I just make him a zombie. And, you know, they blow him up and they hang him and drown him. And it's just, I don't know, he dies and Jason X was a lot of fun. And, and it's hard not to just, I don't know, really appreciate, you know, the time that Jason put in to uh, entertain us all. But uh, I think a, a close second would definitely be the Saw series, just because, I don't know, I, I really like the, uh, the to me, it's like the creativity of the, the kills. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, let them, uh, you know, come up with these these traps and everything. And it's, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, I like the collector and the collection, those movies, anything that like kind of makes you, uh, I don't know, see your death coming or yeah, yeah. somehow yeah. you cause it. I don't know. It's, a lot of fun to me it's 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 creative it's not just so it's not just so stabby stabby like i want to see you know i want to see some thought put into these murders 
Um, I think that's why I like him. Yeah, you won me over and lost me all in one all in one thing. Because <laughs> dang it, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Friday the Thirteenth guy, so I'm with you on that. And you did say it was your favorite, and I'm taking that. Um, yeah, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've said many times on this that uh, I just saw just loses me. Uh, mm. I can because I, I think I I think they tried to be too clever for their own good, and I I, mm. I don't I, I I don't like have writers shaking their dick in my face like like oh look how mm. clever I am look at you didn't expect that twist coming <laughs> did you and I'm like oh, yeah well I don't really that was one of the things like they threw it I think in part four they try to throw another dumb twist you know it's like uh, the first one was well enough uh, you know done well enough to where you really didn't need to make it like your basis you know like in my Shyamalan like everything needs like a big twist it's like no just leave it be there in the first one and the rest just, just yeah you don't have to make that your thing yeah um yeah no I, I get you on that for sure but uh no i just it just doesn't um it just doesn't fit sit with me uh so oh let's keep going oh we're getting towards the end of these now so what's the worst horror you've ever seen oh god okay so i would go um uh, back in the day i would go to a lot of uh anime expos um you know every year they had them over here because i was you know a big anime guy but they would have you know booths of of you know, just random movies from everywhere in the world set up. A lot of them are, uh, you know, imports, exports, whatever. But there's one that I grabbed because, you know, I was a big fan of uh, pro wrestling growing up. And, you know, being a horror guy, there was a movie. It was called Enter the Zombie King. And I'm like, ooh, because it had like luchadors on there, you know, mass rest Mexican wrestlers. And it said it had zombies in it. I'm like, ooh, sign me up. So I grabbed it. And oh, it was awful, awful. It was like, you had like, continuity errors in it it had like this weird editing errors in it like it was just like a a weird like i don't know if they did it on purpose but it just it ended up just being horrible the effects were really dumb and like i was thinking like oh they're gonna use like you know uh, elbow drops on zombies uh you know hit hit them with chairs you know i was kind of thinking along the more the lines of this is gonna be a fun wrestling movie but with like they're killing zombies using wrestling moves it was nothing like that it was just I don't know. It really just seemed like a like a college. I'm trying to make a movie, you know. Uh, it was just really bad, and I just I, I think I got rid of it eventually. So I mean, if you guys are curious, look it up. It's called Enter Zombie King. There's like you know, it's luchadors on it. It's really bad. Don't don't. Uh, it's it's dumb. I, I don't. I'm I'm getting angry at myself for buying it all over again. You know. So it, yeah. it actually. Oh whoa! I have just found it. I was going to say it doesn't have a, a letterbox page, but but it does. I've, I've just stumbled across it. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, it's, it is. It is not highly it's rated. <laughs> hmm. I can see yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I was just like, man, what am I doing? I'm wasting my time. All of the positive reviews uh, on it are all people just making wrestling jokes as well. So I think it is pretty much entirely <laughs> entirely bad. I think yeah. we we can trust you on this one. Yeah, no, I mean, instead of you're curious, but I, I wouldn't recommend it. It's just, I don't know, it's dumb. Don't, don't I know. typed it into YouTube and the first one, the first video is called We Watch Shit Enter the, Zom- Enter the Zombie King. So, yeah, no. Ah, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> okay, I'm not alone then. I'm thinking this. I'm glad. You... So, uh, finally, finally, the big question What is your favorite horror movie? Oh man. So, I mean, I mentioned it before, but I'm really going to have to go with human centipede only because like, I don't know, like I said, it, it, not only does the medical stuff get me, but to me, this one was like, a, I guess like a, a breath of fresh air when it comes to horror movies. Cause it's, you know, nothing we've seen before. Um, I really like the premise that this doctor, 
you know, made his fortune separating Siamese twins. And now he wants to do the opposite and sew people together. And it, I don't know, I guess to me, it wasn't so much of like the, uh, the horror of, uh, you know, it being asked to mouth, which is, you know, sure it's gross, but to me, it's just more, you're putting these like live people and you're, I don't know, doing this medical procedure to them. And it's, it, it, it's, it's like the epitome of human suffering to me. And it just, I don't know, something that, that it gets me, it gets me going in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, this is fucked up. It's like, it was one of those movies. Funny, because we'll, we were talking about I Saw the Devil is another one. But my lady walked into the room watching, while I'm watching this, and she's looking at the screen, and she got angry at me. She's like, what are you watching? What, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like the the shock of seeing what she saw on the TV. And it just kind of made her upset at me for even entertaining this, you know? So it's, I don't know, to me, it's, I don't know. I really liked it. Like, I liked it enough to, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys can... I don't know if you can see this. I got a human centipede <laughs> tattoo. Oh, I have oh my, my bicep right here. So it's, yeah. Like, again, it's just one of those ones that I don't know. I love you so much. And the tattoo guy's like, what is this movie about? You I mean, know, the, the, I, I think the I, tattoo demonstrates it uh, pretty clearly. Yeah, no, for sure. And he's like, you know, what am I drawing here? Because he had no idea. And I think eventually he went and saw it. He's like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a good experience, but yeah, no, I just, I just, I don't know. That one does it for me. And I don't know. I didn't really care for the sequels. Um, like part two was like just whatever. And actually, uh, I was able to attend the premiere of part three cause I had it over here in LA. And, uh, so I, I took my Blu-ray and I, and I was able to show like the director, Tom six, the tattoo. And, you know, I got to meet like most of the actors and it was, it was a great, oh, that's cool. I, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really great experience. Um, so like I said, that, that, that series kind of holds a special place in my heart and does that, especially the first one, the first one was just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a masterpiece of, uh, of storytelling and depravity and I don't know, it's just, it's good. I really, I really like it a lot. Did you guys do an episode? Human Centipede? No, no, no but actually... I think we, we know who will get on for when we do. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bring me it's on. It's actually we'll, on my we'll list about it to of the... films that I never want to see. Oh, oh, so you've not no, seen them. I haven't seen the Human Centipede. Oh. Um, I just just oh. I've just got it on a list of films that I've that I've got no interest in, in seeing. But I don't. You, well, what is it about? You sort of sold it to me because I think <laughs> I think uh, mm-hmm. it's just one of those. I was like, yeah, I get it, but maybe I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Know, I just think think I don't want to see it. Um, oh, but you made me want to see it now. Yeah, I mean, truth, truth be told, the, the only time I've, I, I can't even really say I've seen it, it's just, it's been on at like house parties and stuff. And as as oh. the, the curio of, hey, this guy sewing people's butts to mouths. And, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't really have an opinion because, again, you know, I can't really say. But uh, the, the, I mean, the premise of it is, it's striking. Maybe have a few drinks. You know, and uh, enjoy it. And to me, you said it's I don't know. It's it's the shock value, of course, but I don't know. It, it was there's a lot of thought put into it. <laughs> At least for me, I don't know. I'm kind of dumb, but I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it for your, your for reasoning. Was, the whole concept, yeah, is, it, it can't be faulted. You you've certainly oh, yeah. considered it. So we'll. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I don't know the originality of it too. Just you know, it, it's not one you come across very often when it comes to medical, you know, horror. I guess you could say it's, it's like a genre all its own. I guess. I, 
medical horrors or medical I'm going to watch it. I've decided to watch it, but I'm still not going to watch okay. a Serbian film. No, everyone can get fucked for that one. I'm not watching that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, right. Well, that was it then. That was the lovely first slice of bread. Uh, All right. The long slice of bread. I think we might have to rethink that one in the future and make the second slice a bit longer. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, filling. Okay. Um, so the filling is whoa, this week's movie, obviously. Yes. Now, right. I think you've got it all, haven't you, Matthew? You, you, yep, yeah, it is my turn. I'm pulling this particular weight this week. So we are talking about 2010's I Saw the Devil, which is a South Korean film directed by Kim Ji Woon. And well, we'll, so we'll go for the uh. Synopsis. I forgot that word then. Uh, but I mean, I was going to just read the synopsis from Letterboxd, but it's like 15 lines long. So yeah, <laughs> I, if we're going to read that, that's that's 45 minutes of the podcast. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I'll summarize it myself. Uh, so we have, uh, well, actually, I'll do the cast first because it'll make it easier for, for when I'm doing it. So we have mm-hmm. Lee Byung-hun, who plays Kim Soo-hyun. Mm-hmm. And Choi Min Sik, who plays Kyung Chul. Uh, again, if if I've mispronounced those, I, I do apologize. Sounds good uh, so far. And we have so Kyung Chul is a basically psychopath, murderer, rapist, every terrible thing that a person can do. He's having a crack at it. And mm-hmm. eventually he murders the the wrong woman. And her husband, who is a secret agent, comes after him for revenge. And in doing so, may have to grapple with his own sense of morality. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah, I was yeah, pretty pleased with that. Off the, off the cuff. Yeah, that uh, sounds like it. So it yeah. is budgeted at $6 million and the box office at just a smidge under $13 million. So... Yeah, it did, did pretty good for itself. I was certainly not... Uh, well, it certainly didn't make a loss, let's put it that way. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one that is often found on uh, your lists of you know, best horror films not in the English language. You know, uh, if, if you look at the uh, just the letterbox list section for it, it's... Also in anxiety-inducing cinema, Letterbox 250 <laughs> best horror films. Uh, they aren't mm. films; they're experiences. Long, mm-hmm. weird list of movies. So you know, it's it's in all those. <laughs> now, let me ask you guys a question. Um, before you saw this, were you guys familiar with any of the other, uh, you know, Asian uh, horror or you know, type of these types of movies, like? Or, well, I mean, like the torture ones, I, I guess you could say, you know, the big torture guy. Um, so, like, you know, Audition, um, Itchy the Killer. Did you guys ever, like, you know, are you familiar with any of these types? Uh, you know, Tale of Two Sisters, stuff that's so I was, within the same realm. I, I was aware of them in name only, pretty much. Uh, it, it's ah. one that, yeah. I, I, or Old Boy, Old Boy, uh, Lady Yeah, Vengeance. it's a big gap in you my know. in my knowledge is oh, this man, one. Okay. Uh, but mm, yeah. okay just i mean i bring it up just because you know as as awful of the scenes in this movie are it's they're up there with all those other movies like audition 
you know, it's a killer where there's, you know, there's just like this whole subgenre of, of Asian cinema. That's very uh, like torture porny. Is that a word porny? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, kind of, it's up there. You know what I mean? So it, it, like almost like it desensitized me coming into this movie. So, uh, you know, obviously there's, there's horrible gross scenes in it, but you know, it, I, I'm used to it in a way. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm asking. Like, were you guys? Well, I've I've seen Itchy the Killer. Um, yeah. I saw Itchy the Killer years and years ago, and uh, I like that movie. It's one of the few movies I like dubbed because the dub is so stupid. Um, it's, ah. it's got it's a ridiculous dub. Um, and of course, I've, we've spoken about Old Boy before, and you know that's one of my that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite films. Um. It's actually getting a a 4K restoration coming out soon. Is old. Yeah, Paul was just saying before the episode. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and and check it out. Just on the same note, after we said a couple of weeks ago that Mark wanted to see the Wicker Man in theaters, 21st of June, it's happening. Oh, is it? Yeah, there you go. 50th anniversary. We we manifested it into existence. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing (laughs) Man in a few weeks too. Well done, guys. Oh man. Oh, thanks to you. Well, you're getting to see Mandy in the cinema as well. Oh, no, yeah, I'm just, right, I'm yeah. hoping that if I say it like we you've did, man- with the Wicker Man, you've man- manifested mm. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm going to look forward to seeing the Wicker Man. Um, yeah. Sorry, so- just completely sidetracked us. <laughs> <laughs> that little rabbit hole. But yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw the devil. So, I guess the first thing I want to say about it, it's not a happy film, is it? It's, uh, there's no, mm-hmm. there's, there's no levity in it at all it doesn't it doesn't let up at all um it's start mm-hmm. it starts strong and and just continues down down that line um it's just it's just really it is actually one of my favorite favorite films that i've seen um I was telling you before we went on air paul that i put it in my actual you know top 10 movies list because it just um it does a, it does a whole heap for me because you know, while you're talking about, yeah, the sort of, um, the, it is a hyper-violent film, but it also, I think, looks really beautiful. Um, it's well shot, you know, um, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I think on, on that note, some of the scenes of the extreme violence, like, I have no idea how they made some of those shots. Uh, there's two in particular with the uh, the scene in the taxi, where oh, yeah, the, yeah. the camera is somehow spinning around all the action while yeah. remaining inside. Not getting blood on it. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I, I don't know how they did it, but they did. And uh, another one where he's uh, attacking a, a guy inside a bathroom. Uh, it's just inside the stall. And like the door's swinging back and front. And it's like, how how is the room for all this to happen and have a camera in there at the same time? And there's. <laughs> That's close, yeah. Two two really great moments of, that I, that stood out to me there. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of yeah, all that sort of camera work, you know, and um, this is a lot of I thought in this like setting up shots where it just uh, it gives you everything you need within those shots, especially like because it's a fantastic opening, if anything. Um, and to a de- to a degree, yeah, it starts like... off really pretty. You've got this car stuck in the snow, you know. Yeah, nice of. Uh... I mean, night and snowy weather. Yeah. It's you know, it sets it up, but man, it just like I said, it ramps yeah. it up, and it's like I don't know. It, it also it brings out like you know, okay, 
So his wife gets murdered and they find pieces of her out in the field and they all start freaking out when they finally find her head and the dude runs and drops her head and he goes rolling down the freaking, you know, the thing. And it's just like, not only is it horrible that they're finding this dead body, but the dude drops her head, you know, and it's just like, oh, it's, I don't know, that kind of, that stuck with me too. It's just like, God damn, how much more remorse can it get? You know what I mean? Knowing that, you know. Uh, this this just happens, you know. It's, it's just it's fucked up. It's just definitely one of those, one of those fucked up movies where it's just like, oh my god, it's again just like human human suffering and and emotions. It's it, it, it this movie just ramps everything up to ten. It's, mm. it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I I think yeah. um, well, Matthew said. Uh, I think this is one of your lines, so I'm going to steal it. But there's a lot of mo- scenes in this that are dripping intention. Um, mm-hmm. which, hey, like I say, going from the start, you know, like, um, if, if you go into this not knowing what's going on, you know, like, it, it, it's this, this whole like, why is he not moving? And then suddenly he comes out of nowhere. And like I say, it, well, like you said, the violence does ramp up, it ramps up from zero to 10 very, very quickly. Um, the it's only the, thing yeah, it's the violence is all all very sudden and very aggressive. You know, there's no start with a fist fight and ramp up to someone pulling a knife. Is It's just hammer to the head immediately. And, and that's that's it, you know. The, the characters are never interested too. in... Yeah. Well, one, one character's interested in dragging things out. <laughs> but in terms of, you know, once the action starts, it's... I've got a job to do and the job's getting finished as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a little bit in this in terms of violence that I find um certainly this time that become comes over a slightly sort of unbelievable to the point of there's a lot of moments where you think you definitely wouldn't survive that situation. Um certainly <laughs> well in terms of like hammers to the head and stuff like that and um yeah it, it which pushes it over it put sort of pushes it over a little bit it from from realistic to you know over the top. one of the reasons I love it is because it falls into a sort of weird subgenre that I like where the good guy if you will is giving comeuppance you know and obviously yeah. you know that that falls short eventually and that that comes out of it was way, but it, I I like that sort of um, it's just revenge, and it? it's like a revenge. It's well, it's a revenge movie. Um, That's like you know one of the things that I really uh, you know the first fight that they have uh, when they first encounter each other, um, you know he he beats the crap out of him, and that's I think one of the things I don't know I, I think a lot about this movie. So when he first attacks him, obviously he thinks like he's so good at killing. But for the most part, he's killing, you know, young women who don't really have even a chance to fight back, you know. So when he encounters, you know, um, Kim Soo-yeon the first time, you know, he has like that sickle thing. I'm sure it's like, you know, he's just thinking I'm going to take out this guy quick. But when he actually is fighting back, not being able to hit him, you could see the frustration building in him. Um, And, you know, then he tries to run because he figures I can't beat him. And then... You know, and then when he's finally able to, like, you know, not only beat the crap out of him, he remember he gets the uh, the rock and he's gonna smash his head in, 
because that's really all he wants to do and he just has to like calm himself down i don't know that kind of like was like oh you know it's like you could tell like the anger is up to 11 with mm-hmm. him but he has to bring himself down because he's like oh no i don't want this to be this quick you know he 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 has plans for this dude you know so then that's when like you know they show him shove the tracker down his throat and then i don't know then the quick shot too of him breaking his arm bro it was just it was i wasn't expecting it first time i saw it and it was just like when i was like oh you know, it's like, oh, shit. And then, like, you know, he gives him the money. And then, you know, he's just like, what the fuck? He's like, that guy was crazy. And I don't know. And then, and then when he goes to, like, the second encounter, when he's trying to assault the nurse lady. And, you know, and then you get the buildup of not only him being the crap out of him, but then you get the uh, the tendon Ugh. slicing, which was so, like, slow. And it wasn't, like, um you know, like, in Hostel, where it was just, like, over like that. It was... You see him like you know put the scalpel and it's it's just I don't know it it brings out like the the the, the goosebumps on you you know what I mean when you see that and his screaming just sounds so real and I don't know it just it brings out in me just like a oh yeah get him <laughs> you know like this asshole deserves this you know and then I don't know the line too where he says where he tells him like stop being so weak you're like your nightmare is only beginning so it's just like oh it, this revenge is. It's, I don't know, it, it's so, like, satisfying, but, you know, also, again, sad, and, you know, and then, I don't know, it, there's, there's so many things I like about this movie, like, when he gets to the, the cannibal dude's house, you know what I mean, and uh, he sees what they're doing, and, it, I don't know, again, this this, whole, this movie just has, to me, like, the whole package of, like, not only is, like, is it violent, it's, you know, it's like a thriller, it's like cat and mouse, that is just so, like, such of a, a satisfying part of revenge in this movie that he ends up getting, and but at the end it also just ends up being sad it's like you know obviously he did all this and it was you know maybe satisfying in a way but obviously it's not bringing back his life and then he finds out she's pregnant you know so it's just i don't know there's just so many things to like about this movie to me that it's i don't know it it just again like like you said mark it just it puts it up there in like you know favorite movie columns or i don't know a lot lot, not a lot of movies can compare about what this movie has done um you know it makes it special one of a kind for sure it's just so good i i, I really can't not praise it I, like you know, nothing but praises mm. it's just, I don't, there's nothing wrong with this movie really guys to me i don't know no i agree i agree i don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it either there are some uh yeah this is your first time watching it right matthew yeah i watched this today uh, I, yeah i finished watching oh. uh about five minutes before we were scheduled to start and then my computer <laughs> messed up. So I was about 25 yeah. minutes before we ended up recording. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I've made up my mind with this one really. Cause I think it's, uh, I got stuck in one of those feelings where uh, you are kind of lamenting the film that it's not rather than enjoying the film that it is. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I, kind of got the feeling that this film is uh, built up around this idea of, you know, violence against women and the revenge for that, you know. So we're sort of, we're cheering on, you know, our, our protagonist who is taking out this vengeance. And, you know, the first time that we see him, he steps in before a woman is about to be raped and we think yes this is you're heroic and you know he's kind of taken this vengeance and then he he doesn't 
that have either have him arrested or killed. So you're thinking, right, okay, well, he's kind of on you now and, you know, you're responsible for these things. And then the next time that the two characters meet, he steps in while a woman's being uh, assaulted. Uh, And then, you know, you're thinking, well, okay, so you see, you know, he's becoming more of a problem. And then the third film is, sorry, the third time they meet, he he actively attacks a woman, you know, who's, who's part of the, you know, the, the whole taking down the cannibal house thing. And mm. at, at this point, I'm kind of thinking, oh, okay, so right, so, you know, he's becoming the monster that, that he was going to take vengeance about. And, you know, I was really enjoying that ride. And then yeah, it just yeah. kind of gets abandoned and they move into something completely different in terms of where where the characters are coming from and and in the end you know the the revenge doesn't seem to be for the crime that he's committed against uh you know the, the fiance at the beginning of the film it seems that the the crime that he's getting vengeance for is making him witness it and seeing the the results of the crime you know with the severed head and you know, that's when it comes full circle and that the the final revenge is severing the guy's head in front of his family. Yeah, right. And I'm kind of thinking, well, that's that's the lesser of those two evils, surely. Surely the crime itself is the worst thing and not <laughs> the fact that you've <laughs> done it in front of people, you know, in front of the, the loved ones. <laughs> and I, I kind of thought, well, you know, we've been dragged in a few different directions in this one. And I, you know, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts as to, to what I think about those. That's really, that, that's actually a really interesting um, way to, to see it. I, I've ne- I never came across it that way. I think. I mean, uh, to me, it, it was just a means to an end. Like he wanted his last moments to be in absolute horror, knowing that his son and parents are going to see him get killed. You know, so it, it was a, a a needed evil in a sense. Just, you know, yeah, they're going to witness this. They're going to be traumatized, but that doesn't matter because he needs to get his. You know, I, I guess that's kind of how I saw it. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really, I don't know. Yeah, it was fucked up for, for the, you know, everyone that had a, you know, it's like they basically killed him. You know what I mean? They had to, they had to pry open the door for to make him lose it from his teeth. You know what I mean? I don't know if they realized that, but. Yeah, it was again just just another notch and just like fucked up movies belt, you know, and just in scenes that that they make you watch and, and experience as a you know as a movie guy. So yeah, I think that that's yeah, it, it messed up. again. That that's probably something of of my viewing of it that's kind of doing that because, like I say, it does pull you in a lot of the, these directions and and at its core, this film is you know well it. I want to say cat and mouse, but it's not, is it? Because the cat has a tracker on the mouse, and you know, there's not really any escape until it uh, sort of you know twists around, uh, you know, sort of the end, of the beginning of the third act, sort of thing. So, you know, this this battle between the two of them is, you know, it's always there, and and that's you know probably the thing that you know, that you should focus on while I, I probably you know, got distracted by these other themes cropping up and, you know, maybe I was expecting that to be the movie and really it's just the seasoning to it, you know. 
I mean, I always find this. Uh, I, I always find that that this movie is uh, the sort of uh, uh, should I say the frosting for this movie is really the very sort of end scene when you see him finally embrace his grief. Um, mm-hmm. Because up to the, up to that point, he's been very methodical about the whole thing and hasn't shown really any emotion other than maybe anger. Um, but it's all been very it's very calculated and very collected. Whereas in that in that final shot where it's that sort of pulling away from him and he's he's caught somewhere between you know the fact that he finally gets that he can finally grieve his wife or his pregnant wife or you know and not only that I mean maybe I might be taking a lot from this but you know he's obviously he's he's pleased he's had his revenge but there's part in there that that says you know well. Uh, what have I done? You know, why did I have to get to this point? And obviously his game as well cost him his father-in-law who, from what I can tell was as close to him as a father and, yeah. and something like a sister. So like I say, for me, that's the, well, the icing on the cake. That's what I meant to say. Not the frosting. Um, that very, that very <laughs> last scene just ties everything together. So fantastically that it just, um, I like to say, I just enjoy it. I just enjoy every bit of this film. So, um, Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's just again, just one of those like rare, rare movies to me where it's there's really no nothing else like it. Um, you know, I, the movie sticks with you the whole way. It sticks with you after you're done watching it. And like I said, it's just I don't know. It's just it's a great time, great time with the movies. Anytime you throw it on, mm-hmm. at least for me, it is. It's just so good, and I'm glad you you guys all watched that. I always this is one of the ones where it's like you know anytime. I asked someone if they've seen it and they haven't. I'm like, you know, you got to watch it. Or you can borrow my my Blu-ray or whatever. Just watch it because, God damn it, it's good. Yeah, I would say that one thing that really did surprise me about this is that, I mean, it's what, two hours and 25 minutes, something like that. And yeah, there are quite a lot of, you know, there's quite a bit of repetition, isn't there, in it in terms of, you know, these man attacks man, man lets him go, man attacks man again sort of thing. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel its length at all, you know. It does, <laughs> it, I don't, it, yeah. I don't want to say it like yeah, it keeps it going like at a pace, or anything, but it just, you know, it just keeps just ticking along nicely. You know, there's always something going on that, uh, you know, just, just keeping you, you going with it. But I would say, I would like to see more of the police procedural side of it as well because I think that while this whole film's going on, that there is a police manhunt that goes on for kind of like both of these guys, isn't there? I thought, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice yeah. if it just gave you like little third, point, yeah. third bit just to give you a yeah. bit more? Yeah, because they know what he's doing. They finally yeah, realize like, hey, he's, you know, kind of, well, because he took out those first two guys. Remember the ones he thought at first that did it? Remember he smashed the dude in his underwear that was in the apartment? <laughs> yeah, crushed his balls. And then, yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> I was not going to be so harsh, but yes, crushed his balls. And then the, uh, you know, the other guy on the bike. So, you know, they're like, wait a second. There's, you know, obviously some, something amiss in Korea going on. So, you know, they put it together and yeah, they, they tried to bring him in and he wasn't having it. And it was good. It's very tense. That last, that last moment before he captures him where, you know, he's out in the street, you know, in the trench coat and he gets the car and takes the door off. And it's very good. It's very well done guys. I love it. I love it so much. I like the uh, the location for it too as well because I know that 
in sort of Western audiences, when, whenever we get to see the Far East as well, it tends to be mm. like this, your know, high tech, modern utopia environment. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice just to see a, a city that looks grubby with, you know, litter and just yeah. <laughs> normal shops and, and mm. normal doctors and, yeah. and, you know, nothing, you know, there's, there's no high speed trains flying by for an action sequence that don't need to be yeah. there. It was just really nice that we just see something, you know, I don't want to say grubby because it, it weren't. I mean, some of those warehouses and stuff were, weren't they? But, but just, yeah. you know, down to earth and, and normal towns and normal people. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I think mm. if you try to do this as, you know, a, a, a glitzy soul, uh, you know, cat and mouse, gangster style, yeah, gangster style mm. film, it's just, it, it would lose so much of its character, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, they, they really needed to keep the grittiness where it was. You know, they, I don't know, anything, anything more would have uh, kind of thrown off the pace, I think, or the, uh, you know, the feel. The it keeps the, the danger levels up as well, doesn't it? Because, you know, we're, we're watching this film, and when you see it being set around these places, it, it doesn't feel alien because, it, you know, it's kind of the things that we yeah, recognize. No, it's so, like, it? you know, yeah, like the bus stops, it's all isolated, yeah, you know, it's night, it, snow. The whole point of the, you know, this guy is... He, he could be anyone, you know, that's, that's where, you know, the horror comes from, from that perspective, you know, certainly with the, right. you know, the woman that he picks up at the, the bus stop, you know, mm-hmm. those scenes are, you know, that, oh, that scene in particular, you know, really tense and scary <laughs> as a result. Oh yeah. Yep. He comes off like a nice guy, but oh man, <laughs> he's, he's not there to help guys. Not there at all. Yeah. Uh, so Lovely. Good. Well, uh, unless we've got much more to say about it. Um, oh, actually, I tell you, probably for me, the goriest scene, or not the goriest scene, but the scene that makes me cringe the most is when he goes to see the cannibal guy and he's laughing at him and he starts pulling his, his sort of upper and lower jaw. Uh, jaw, yeah. It's just splitting. Oh, that, ma- that makes oh, me go. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a few moments. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, there's a few moments. Yeah. The, the tendon was was the big one for me. Uh, back, back of my ankles yeah. and back of my knees. Just anything that I see with them. <laughs> yeah. It's got the eye shivers. Uh, or when he's smashing the uh, father-in-law in the face, that was pretty bad too. With like, what, I don't know, he had like a barbell, I think, and he's like hitting him and you can see like his eye caving in. Uh, it's, uh, it's some good, good effects, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So, all right, then let's get into uh, reviewing into the final review. Now, for those of you who are brand new here, um, it's a three tier system, shit for shit. Ooh, it's spooky for a middle of the road and a creative psychopath for as good as it gets. Well, well should we see what the uh, the professional critics are saying first? Oh, yeah, go for it. So, this um, uh, a good friend. At Rotten Tomatoes, it has given an eighty-one percent critic score and an eighty-seven percent audience score. Oh, that's pretty good. That, that's bad. pretty good. And Letterbox is more or less the same, and that is a, a bang on four point zero. Wow, that is good <laughs> for Letterbox. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, there's a there's pretty much all. Well, most of the reviews are, are four stars. There's, and 
Yeah, there's, there's a, well, it's probably about as many four and a half and five stars as there are four stars. So yeah, it's it's very well regarded on that front. Yeah. Well, so uh, there's a quote here uh, from Elizabeth Kerr of the Hollywood Reporter. She said, "On any number of levels, Devil is troublesome at best, offensive at worst." <laughs> Which I don't know. Sounds sounds like I want a movie I want to watch. Honestly, <laughs> so. I don't know where she was going. Well, with anyway, it's a creative psychopath for me. Yeah, I mean, there's no jeopardy with what you guys are saying, is there? I think on this one. <laughs> yep, you know where I stand, guys. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, like I said before, I think still think I'm I'm making my mind up on this one fully, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I don't want to seem like a, an outcast now and say something <laughs> that contradicts you and guys and the critics. So yeah, I'll go for a creative psychopath as well. Good. Excellent. Good. Your future in the podcast was uh, was was, right, was it on the line? Good. Was on the line? No, no, okay. no, no, Excellent. no, no, no. Mark, I, I, I will I'll go with, along with whatever you say because I don't want to get don't want to jeopardize those sweet, sweet Patreon books now. No, no, I, no. I mean, I would honestly welcome any uh, you know criticism of it um, if there ever was any. I mean, I've I don't know everyone I know have seen it. They you know really liked it so. If there's someone with an enough opposite opinion, I would, you know, just tell how wrong. <laughs> no, ge- genuinely, I think yeah, I got all my criticisms uh, out in in that, and you know, it is just when I say you get you get pulled in a lot of directions, and mm-hmm. for me, I just think I need to work out which of those directions are the one that, that I need to pay attention to. Lovely, right? Well, um, but I would like to say, obviously, I you know I. Everyone's opinion is valid. I, I don't know why I said that. I was Germany joking. It's okay. I knew you were. Yeah, but I don't want people to think I'm an arsehole. I mean, I am, but... Oh, you don't want to think it. <laughs> no, I don't want to think it. Um, So let's get into this final slice of bread, and then um, Paul can get off and enjoy his Mother's Day. Um, mm-hmm. So what is a scary moment from a non-horror movie that you remember? Um, one of the big ones, it's probably, I'm sure it's made everyone's list, but uh, Raise the Lost Ark. When uh, everyone had their face melted off by the, uh, you know, the spirits or whatever. I think that one was, because uh, this movie, I didn't realize this movie came out in 1981. Like, oh, I was born in 81. So, you know, obviously I was younger when I watched it. But yeah, that was, uh, god damn. Just like, you know, how they keep the camera on them as their faces are melting. And it was, it was pretty freaky to see as a kid. You know, especially when they get all juicy and liquidy, it was uh, you know, it, it's uh, some some good eighties effects. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a scary moment. Um, I think that has come up. It has come up a few times, uh, yeah, and and yeah. with good reason. Uh, excellent. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. I still maintain the Last Crusade one's worse though, when the guy mm. turns into an old man slash skeleton. Fuck Indiana Jones. Oh, he yes. chose poorly. Damn. <laughs> he sure did. So. The last question is, if you could make a non-horror movie a horror movie, what would you choose? Oh, man. That's a, that's a good one. Non-horror movie into a horror movie. Um, I don't know. There's there's so many that kind of could like play into it. There's I don't know. Like I said, I'm a big monster guy, so I don't know if there's really considered horror, but um, I kind of... I don't know. One of my favorite movies to watch with my uh, with my kids is a uh, Ponyo. 
Ponyo by the Sea. I don't know if you guys are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, it's going to be a Gucci movie. I don't know. There's like a lot of the, uh, when, you know, when they unleash like the, I don't know, the power that the dad has, and you start seeing all these uh, prehistoric creatures coming out. I don't know. That that kind of made me think like, oh, this could be, because that's kind of mm. scary. I don't know. Like they, they put their head underwater and there's like, you know, dinosaurs walking around. And I don't know. To me, that was like, that, that seems like it'd be a fun. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if they've really done it with the uh, underwater monsters. I know, like, you know, Jurassic World or whatever, they have, like, the dinosaurs. But I don't know. Uh, something like that to that effect. I don't know if Ponyo per se. But, um, like, God, I wish I had, like, my, my list of my actual movies on with me. No, um, I agree with you. I actually think, I think, yeah, I think you're spot on there. I, th- I, I All the way through watching Ponyo, I thought it was going to go a different direction. It was going to go south. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, you don't know if she was going to die or not, you know. Uh just because you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen some of these, like a uh, Grave of the Fireflies, which is like a really awful, sad anime. Um, you know, and it's I don't know the, the subject matter is you know like World War Two and all that stuff, and it's just it's just sad. So I was kind of I was kind of getting shades of that when I was watching that movie. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe some Ponyo horror would be a would be a fun thing to watch. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I reckon that's a good shout. I think that is a good shout. I think, uh, yeah, well done, you. Um, right, so there you go. Then we've made it. We've we made a delicious, delicious horror sandwich. All right, a brand uh, new guest. And do you want to plug something, Paul? You've got something going on, haven't you? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if anyone's on uh, on Twitter. I'm on Twitter a lot. The uh, handle is Gungraves. What I use on a mm-hmm. Discord. Um, I have um, a show. I used to do regularly um if anyone is interested in video games it's called uh brew tendo ah. <laughs> and it's on uh all all major uh podcast services so if you're uh into video games we talk about those a lot on there and uh yeah that's pretty much it just uh say hi we're, we're all seeing the discord and everything on the facebooks and everything so yeah thanks for that I, I appreciate you guys having me on this is fun this is like one of those movies where i just i, I can't help but want to rattle on about so yeah, this was a this is a good time. Glad you guys uh let me come on. Oh, here. you're absolutely welcome, and you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do uh, human centipede. Yeah, I think so. There you go. I think I'm so. Ready. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was the delicious horror sandwich. We've made it. I've put it in a wrapping and and popped it in a bag. Guess what's on the bag? Oh, it's an advertisement for this particular podcast. Great psychopaths, <laughs> and there's all sorts of images on the bag. Facebook. Instagram, Patreon, if you like it, and um, yeah, just go do that. So um, I'm rambling now. So should we just go? I reckon we should. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. See you later.